The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show. And it is episode 195, at least I hope it is. I don't have Red with me to correct me, he's on the road. Of course, Lefty's here, still upset and uh, resisting. Um, But that's uh, all he wants to do for now. So anyway, uh, I think I'll go ahead and get to my representing my previous work for Halloween. And I was re-listening to a, a good bit of it, and uh, it's been a while since I listened to the uh, version of Dracula that I did. <laughs> and boy, I tell you, uh, I, I forgot just how funny it is. <laughs> so I, I was planning on maybe putting it on a little later in the month, but no, no, gonna do it right now. Uh, uh, I intended to follow that up this year. Uh, with an adaption of Frankenstein, and I uh, was writing it up and everything, but then uh, the guys I wanted, of course, would be uh, Kinsel and uh, Levy and Stacy and uh, Joe, and try to get, try to get Rob and uh, some others in there, and uh, well, uh, of course, sadly, uh, John Kinsel's father passed away this year, and then John himself uh, had to have a surgical procedure, and he seems he recovered okay, and he's back to his good old self. But still, I just, you know, it, it felt like it was out of place for me to be bothering him about that. And the idea was I wanted to make sure I had uh, people uh, scheduled in it well in advance to have all uh, those tracks. Because you never know. Uh, schedules can uh, not uh, meet up, and uh, things can go wrong, and as long as there's enough time uh, to get to it, then that's okay. So I early on decided, well, uh, I, I guess I won't do it. I could try to just do it myself because with the last one, I wanted Bob to be Dracula, but that wasn't possible at the time. And uh, uh, so I ended up doing it. But I, I listen, especially listening to the Dracula one again, boy, John Kinsel steals the show. <laughs> he, to- he totally nails the character. And so, uh, if you haven't heard it, uh, you, you'll hear it here. Now, uh, I did it in a form to make it sound like it was an old recording from an, uh, like an old-time radio show. And the reason there, because I, I figured I would, could only get Bob to record over the phone. So I thought, oh, well, I'll try to make everybody sound like they're coming through some old uh, dilapidated copy of, uh, of the recording. And uh, plus, uh, the Dracula character was supposed to be supernatural and everything, so I figured I could kind of mess with it and put some filters on it to make his voice sound, you know, supernatural. Uh, but uh, as it turns out, uh, you know, Bob couldn't do it. And uh, we went forward that way. Uh, same thing would have been with the Frankenstein one, uh, uh, I, but I had a part where uh, Bob's lines would make sense to be on the phone and that sort of thing. But, like I said, uh, I decided not to go through with it. Uh, so, uh, here we go with the uh, Mr. Nelson show uh, adaption <laughs> of that old-time classic. Uh, Dracula, uh, featuring, of course, myself, uh, Joe Conti, Rob Saul, Stacy Pressman, 
and John Wheezy Kinsel. <laughs> I, I do enjoy. There'll be uh, some uh, news bits and stuff I'll throw in, and uh, uh, the rest of the show will be Dracula. So uh, do enjoy. Welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show. For tonight's excursion in audio delights, The Nelson Show presents an old horror classic. Presented, of course, in its own irreverent manner, but presented nonetheless. So sit back, turn out the lights, and bear witness to the Mr. Nelson version of the old, haunting, blood-soaked tale of Dracula. dark and stormy night, when plumber John Hawker found himself answering the call of a new customer. He found himself outside the gate of the New Jersey home of one Bob Dracula. For several minutes, the door goes unanswered, and Harker turns to leave when suddenly... Yeah, what do you want? John turned and was startled to see a beast of a man that looked not unlike that of a lowland gorilla. Hey, what do you want? Oh, uh, hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm John Harker from Harker Heating and Plumbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you better come on in here. Wow, sure is dark in here. Is the power out? What? No, no, uh, Mr. D just likes things to be dark. Mr. D? You mean Bob Dracula? I thought you were... No, 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 I'm Joe Renfield. I, uh, handle Mr. D's personal affairs. Oh, uh, hey, I didn't judge, you know. I mean, everybody's gotta love somebody. What? No, no, it ain't like that. Joe. Joe, I need a towel. Be right with you, Mr. D. Look, uh, the shitter's over there. It's all plugged up, and Mr. D wants it unplugged. I figured you would know what to do. I'll be back after I take care of Mr. D, all right? Um, uh, yeah, sure. Damn it, Joe. I didn't train you to monkey around. I trained you to be a trained monkey. Wait a minute. Who the fuck are you? Suddenly, from out of a darkened hole appeared a tall, pale man dressed in a black robe with a shock of silvery white hair. Huh? Oh, uh, hi, I'm John Harker, the plumber from Harker Heating and Plumbing. No shit. Well, good. The Thunder Bucket's right this way. Now, Joe, you go take care of my bedroom, because, uh, yeah, I left another mess. Aw, jeez. Suck it up, Joe. I thought that was your job. Don't get smart with me, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Harker, uh, the kid here, is where I do all my important thinking. But then, all the shit comes back after I flush. Well, I can't have that. What was that? Uh, What was what? I thought I heard a scream. It's just an old house. It makes strange noises in the wind. Uh, Mr. D, uh, the uh, mess is still um, upset. Okay, Joe. 
I'm on my way. I'll be back in a bit. You good? Huh? I mean, uh, yeah, sure. Parker began to feverishly get to work on the disabled toilet amidst a bone-chilling ambiance of howling winds, creaking wood, and eerie noises he dared not ponder. When suddenly, Dracula appeared again. How's it going? Ah! Oh, man. You, you nearly scared the shit out of me. The last thing I need is more shit. Oh, yeah? Well, uh, I think you'll find your toilet flushing that way now. Turns out you had a lot of, um, coagulated blood in there, so, uh, you know, whenever you needed to get rid of, like, raw meat products, you, you might want to just let the sanitation guys deal with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, good idea. So, uh, let's get the paperwork, uh, here we go. That photo in your toolbox, uh, who is she? Oh, that's my wife, Stacy, and her sister, Mercy. Well, well, let's have a look. Parker reaches down for the photo, but when he lifts it out of the box, a small crucifix is revealed to have been beneath it. <laughs> Put it away! Away! You just asked for it. Not the photo, you idiot! The cross! The cross! Huh? Oh, I forgot that was in there. Uh, I need to rest, Mr. Harker. Uh, Joe will see to you. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I, I don't know. I was showing Mr. Dracula a picture when he freaked out over my crucifix. Oh, uh, well, you see, Mr. D had a bad experience when he was a boy with a priest, so... Oh, man. Yeah, so, uh, let me fill out the forms here and pay you. Sure. Now, Mr. D has recently purchased some buildings that he intends to rent out, but he needs somebody to take care of the air conditioning and plumbing. He was hoping that somebody could be you. Well, sure, I'd be glad to. Great, he'll come by your home next Friday night. He's something of a night owl. Oh, okay, well, that'll be neat. I can ask about magic tricks and stuff, too. Magic tricks? I thought he was into magician stuff. I mean, I saw those black and red capes in the hall closet. And then, of course, you know, you got that trick mirror in the bathroom. Trick mirror? Yeah, yeah, you know, the one that shows my reflection, but not his. That's pretty neat. Oh, oh yeah, the trick mirror, right, right. So, Friday night? Yeah, Friday night it is. I'll tell Stacy to make something nice. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man stabbed brother during fight over who ate the last of the ribs. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An argument between brothers who had eaten the last of the ribs turned violent with one sibling stabbing the other in the stomach. Investigators allege that Cale Jim, 34, stabbed his 35-year-old brother Daniel during the dispute inside a room at the American Inn Hotel in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Officers responding to a 911 call found a bloody pocket knife outside the hotel room door. Inside, Daniel, who was tending to an abdominal wound, told cops that he had been arguing with his younger brother over who had eaten the last of the ribs when the beef turned physical. The victim, who was transported to a local hospital for treatment, told police that he did not want to press charges against his brother. The younger brother, Jim, however, was arrested on felony and misdemeanor assault charges. 
Jim is being held in the Pottawatomie County Jail in lieu of $20,000 bond. Jim faces a maximum of 12 years in prison if convicted of the knifing. The two brothers, who live in New Mexico, moved into the hotel a month ago when they began working at a nearby power plant. Man, those must have been really tasty ribs in order for that man to try to cut them out of his brother's stomach. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to sailfight.com slash Nelson, and you can get this classic Frankenstein, yes! Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man, but his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche, while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with mean thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to sellfight.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. And it is yet another dark and stormy night, this time at the Harker home, where not all is well. Damn it, Stacy. This Dracula deal could set us up a real sweet. I can't turn that down. I, I know, it's just, well, my sister's staying with us while she's recovering from her illness, and now I'm entertaining this Dracula guy. I, I feel like it's, it's piling up on me. Ah. Come on, babe. It's just one dinner. I'll handle them. It, it, it's not that. It's 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 the news that some maniac is killing women and draining them of their blood. And well, I, lately I feel like I'm like someone or something's watching me. What? Oh, now you're gonna start on me about my doll and puppet collection? Damn it! But John, a man of your age, it's it's not healthy. Don't start. Don't start. Oh, saved by the bell. Good evening. <laughs> oh, hey, come on in, Mr. Dracula. Call me Bob. Well, what have we here? <laughs> huh? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Dra- uh, Bob, this is my wife, Stacy. Hello, uh, pleased to meet you. The pleasure's all mine. <laughs> Stacy? Mercy, what are you doing up? I need some more pain meds. I don't think that's a good idea. Damn it, Stacy. Hey, now, come on, girls. There's no need for that. Who? Who the hell are you? I know you. You, 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 you. My 
Dracula, Mercy. I'm a healer. Look into my eyes, Mercy. Look into my eyes. No, I... Look into my eyes. There is no pain. You're sleepy, Mercy. Go to bed. And wait for me. Yes. Mercy! She'll be fine. But what... Hey, Stacy. Mr. Dracula is like a magician. I bet that's all like that hypnosis jazz. I guess you're just not into hip magic. <laughs> well, but that's fascinating. Um, thank you, Mr. Dracula. Call me Bob. Now, where's the steak? I like mine rare. The bloodier, the better. <laughs> And so the dinner commences, with John discussing the plumbing business, and Stacy finding herself unable to take her eyes off of their strange guest. Bob Dracula is disgusting yet strangely attractive. <gasps> Stacy, what the hell? Careful with the glass, you'll cut yourself. I, I already... Stacy, sleep, is an elusive mistress. She suddenly feels compelled to rise and go down the hall to the guest room where her sister Mercy slumbers. Mercy? You awake? Mercy! Oh God, Mercy, good heavens! You've left your window open. It's freezing out there. Don't worry. Things are about to get pretty hard. <laughs> Dracula, how did you do that? Think about it. it. It was you. One thing at a time, Stacy. <laughs> Just like one whore at a time. <laughs> what? Sleep, Stacy. No. no. Now. Oh, hurry. So many holes, but only one through. Asta. <laughs> mercy, mercy, give me some pussy. Come and get it. <laughs> Morning finds Stacy on the floor. Your sister's dying. What? what? Oh, God, Mercy! Mercy was near death, but not quite dead. So John and Stacy rushed to the emergency room. 
as luck would have it, John's old friend, Dr. Rob Sewer, was on staff. Well, we've got our fluids and blood transfusions, so... Blood transfusions? Yes. Well, that appears to be the problem here. She's extremely lacking in blood. What? But, but how? Well, we'll try to narrow that down, but make no mistake. She's definitely anemic. No, she's an American. Oh, John. Whoa, whoa. Stacy, careful. I got you. Wow, I'm suddenly dizzy. You're looking nearly as pale as your sister, Stacy. Might want to get some breakfast. I don't know if they're serving salads yet, but I can get you some hash browns or something. No, John, get me a burger. Burger? Where am I going to get a veggie burger out here? No, John, get me a burger. I want meat. John is a bit puzzled at his vegetarian wife's sudden hunger for meat, but chalks it up to good fortune as he never cared for her dietary choices. He also takes no notice of other changes, such as the paleness of her skin, the trance-like glazed look in her eyes, and the constant rubbing at two small red dots on her neck. As for Mercy, despite his best efforts, Dr. Sewer must admit defeat. Despite my best efforts, I must admit defeat. Oh, no! Aw, oh, gee, that's tough. However, I've contacted an old colleague and mentor of mine who is a specialist of sorts in strange ailments such as this. If anyone can help Mercy, it's him, Dr. Van Nielsen. Oh, well, that's real swell of you to go out of your way there, Rob. Of course, it's my duty, John, but... Well, this has become very personal for me. Personal? Yes. You see, I've fallen in love with Mercy. What? Cool! It's all rather sudden, but you see, while examining Mercy, she reached into my pants and pleasured me. What can a man do but love a woman who does that? So I asked for her hand in marriage as well, and she accepted me. What? No, no, this is highly irregular. Stacy, Stacy, come on. They're both adults here. I don't know. Hey, Rob, will we be getting like a discount on this, right? Without question. Neat! The next morning, Dr. Van Nelson arrives and examines Mercy. Well, she's dead. What? No! Oh, God! Tired, yes, she's dead tired. But not just from a lack of blood, but from a darkness that consumes her soul. So what should she do? Take two aspirins and call you in the morning? No. She needs to spend the night surrounded by garlic. I have already arranged for garlic to be placed all over her room. Also, I will have her wear these garlic-saturated panties. Here, sniff. Yeah, that's a pair of garlic panties. Dr. Nelson, this all seems highly irregular. If not someone unethical, but... I'm going to allow it. Well, I don't understand any of this. Mrs. Harker, I'm afraid your sister is the victim of an ancient manifestation of demonic evil known as the vampire. Oh, man. What? Dr. Sewer, you can't seriously be on board with this. Normally, no. But I'm going to allow it. You are all insane, and I refuse to be a part of this. What's the big deal, Stacy? So she spends the night sleeping in garlic drawers? What's the worst that could happen? Later that night. Damn it. What the fuck? 
Sorry she missed you. Stacy? Well, I saw her on my way in here. What? Yeah. She was giving some creep in a cape a ride. I thought it was weird, but you know how I don't like to pry. Unless it, you know, involves apes killing people and shit. Oh no, Dr. Nielsen. Dracula's got my Stacy. Then we must make haste, Hawker. Lest your wife suffer her sister's fate. With thunder and lightning outside, Harker and Nelson burst into the Harker home, but to no avail, as they find no trace of Stacy Harker. Stacy, Stacy, where are you, babe? Harker, Harker, look, I believe she left you a note. What? Where? There, on the refrigerator. Oh, what's it say? Bread, milk, eggs? No, 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 not that one. The other one. Uh, dear John, 
I've left you for Bob Dracula. I know it's sudden, and I'll understand if you hate me, but eternal youth and vampire powers are just a lot better than being a plumber's wife. Besides, I was always a night owl anyway. You'll find leftover tuna casserole in the fridge, and don't forget, Penny has an appointment Monday morning. Sorry, and good luck. Uh, Penny? Or Cat. She's got to go to the vets. What am I going to do? Well, I don't know what to do about your cat, but if we could find where Dracula has taken Stacy, we might yet save her. Screw that bitch walking out on me. She wants to sleep outside and upside down with Dracula and his Deptford Batcave stinking of guano. <laughs> Good riddance. Deptford? Yeah, that's where Bob Dracula's house is. What? Did, did we must go there now and save her? I don't know. John. I know you're hurt, but trust me, she's not in her right mind. This is all the dark workings of Bob Dracula. Well, if you say so, but if you ask me, Stacy never had a right mind to be in the first place. Meanwhile, at the home of Dracula, where Stacy suddenly finds herself in a state of shock, as if she has just awoke from a nightmare. Oh my god, I feel like I just woke up from a nightmare. Don't just stand there daydreaming, bitch. Help me pack my shit, you understand? We can't stay here in the day. That Nelson fuck will kill us in our sleep. We gotta go to a place I know to lay low until tomorrow night. But I can kill all those bastards. Those bastards? Yeah, you know, like Nelson, Dr. Sewer, and that idiot plumber. You mean John? You, you can't kill John. What? Oh, shit. With all this packing, I lost my concentration, and now you're coming out of my spill. Damn it. Hey, listen, honey. I'm offering you eternal life here, you understand? You'll always be hot and have a nice bouncy rack. I mean, sure, no more sunshine, and you gotta kill people and feed off of them. But that's better than growing old with an idiot who digs in shit for a living. I can't believe this is happening to me. Well, once you've had Drac, you never go back. <laughs> we'll see about that, Dracula. Damn it, Nelson's here. Stacy, get away from that monster. And the moron, too. John, you shouldn't have come here. It's too late for me. Just, just go. Stacy, you can't mean that. You can't go with this guy. I mean, what about Mercy? Well, yeah, that's awkward, but there's other vampires, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, she can find somebody. No, she won't, Stacy. She's dead. Dead? I... Don't look at me. I didn't kill her. I bet that Nelson fuck killed her. As I will kill you, Dracula. You can try. You were powerless before the cross. You killed my sister? Uh, well, it, it, it was the only way to free her soul. Screw you and your religious bullshit. <laughs> Mrs. Arkham, please, get out of the way. Not so tough now without your little Bible trinket, are you, asshole? Now. Say hi to my brick wall. Make like a stooge and scram, Stacy. John, don't! What the hell? I can't believe this idiot is trying to stake me with a toilet plunger. Huh? Oh, yeah. I forgot to sharpen the stick. 
How can a head this big be so brainless? <laughs> Say, John, <laughs> while I'm crushing your neck in my hair, let's see how long it takes for me to pop your head like a big flash pimple. <laughs> no! Stacy, the blinds. Open the blinds. What? Oh, right. Ah, Stacy, no! John! Open the door! Dare you! I should have left the toilets full of shit. Oh man, I was hoping I could keep his cape, but it burned up. He's gone! Yes, as a creature of the darkness, he could not long dwell in the light. Whoa! That's like some serious Star Wars shit. Oh, God. And thus, the terrible evil of Bob Dracula was no more. But all must be ever vigilant, for the darkness from whence he came is always with us. And there you have it, Dracula. And thanks to everyone who uh, participated in that, and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Uh, Alright, uh, I guess uh, I'll wrap up the show with a little discussion on some entertainment news when it comes to uh, Suicide Squad. So uh, I taped this for a video, <laughs> and uh, I'll give you the audio version of my discussion on Suicide Squad. Uh, well, looks like uh, Suicide Squad 2 is still a thing. <laughs> Imagine that, yeah. Uh, and uh, the latest is that uh, James Gunn, formerly of the Marvel uh, Universe movies with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, it will be joining uh, the DC Universe in the movies for the sequel to Suicide Squad. Now... Gee, why would he jump ship? Well, if you recall, <laughs> uh, he got caught uh, making fun of pedophilia. And uh, a handful of jokes here and there that were talked about that uh, one of the problems with him was that they weren't so much jokes as just very bizarre and weird and not much of a punchline, so it got really creepy. Plus, the uh, his friendship with a guy who was busted with kitty porn, and then uh, the pictures of him at a uh, uh, to catch a predator party, where he's dressed up as a priest. Yeah, that's taking it way beyond uh, just a few jokes. Plus, he uh, deleted ten thousand tweets. Boy, that's uh, that's the one, huh? <laughs> what what was so bad in there? It might have been worse than what. Uh, anyone found. But anyway, uh, Disney, that put them in a spot, so he had to get the boot. And that was that. And so now Warner Brothers, showing once again they don't know what they're doing, decided, <laughs> hey, why don't you come here and, 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 and do some Marvel magic for our movies? Yeah, that worked out great with Joss Whedon, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's not magic. It's uh, good stories. And uh, it's also having a plan and sticking to it. Uh, once you've decided you don't change course right in the middle of it, uh, the 11th hour of your production. But anyway, so uh, on the other hand, uh, Suicide Squad is probably more in line uh, 
with a guy like James Gunn, uh, you know, he might actually be able to do a movie that's not bad, but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, it was a bit dead in the water because even though the original made its money, it just wasn't any good. Uh, Suicide Squad uh, came along. Uh, it was a slap job. It was hurried and rushed, and boy, does it show. And uh, it was thrown out there in the midst of there was some a huge amount of hype before uh, Batman versus Superman, you know, the, just the leading up to it. And then everyone was kind of let down by it, and people were mad, and, uh, and that was it. They had their moment, and it passed, and they blew it. Uh, only Wonder Woman managed to succeed, which is, you would think Wonder Woman would have been hurt by all of these, but uh, Wonder Woman is just a damn good film. And it, it shows that if you would just make a damn good film, <laughs> you could move on from these uh, disasters. But uh, hopefully Aquaman will prove to be that. But Suicide Squad, it started off, I thought, okay, as far as the, the introduction of their characters, uh, I didn't have a problem with the cast. There was somebody, hey, Deadshot's not black. Yeah, we go through this, but what are you going to do? And uh, Will Smith, you know, he did his job. Um, so uh, that was all fine. Uh, I was a little sick to death of the uh, constant uh, um, uh, rock songs playing over and over again, which is just lazy, and it's an old, tired template seen a million times by now. Uh, that that wasn't any good. Uh, but anyway, the first half of it is fine. Then you get to the rest of the movie and you discover there is no plot. <laughs> just, it's just them walking around and talking and uh, Harley Quinn missing the Joker. Uh, the Joker shows up here and there and then finally, uh, you know, he gets her in the end. But uh and then uh, ultimately oh the enchantress is the villain and uh it ends up like uh the ending of uh the ghostbusters uh <laughs> the original <laughs> so um that that was about it. it it was really bad and uh just it, it is the absolute worst of the dceu a lot of people will, no it's batman superman no it's not this one is the worst of the batch um and it's too bad. Like I said, they uh, had a good cast. I think they could have done something interesting to it. What could they have done? Well, right off the bat, the Joker should have been the villain. Uh, you're going after the Joker. He's done something, and you need a crack team to go in there. And you have to have a reason why you can't just send special forces in. Because basically, yeah, you've got the Enchantress and uh, El Dorado, or El Diablo, I mean. Uh, those two were the only ones who had any real powers. And the premise uh, where Amanda Waller who uh, was excellently cast, by the way. I think they should make more use of her and have her be in other movies when they do this connected business. But anyway, uh, the premise of it was, hey, what if Superman had gone rogue? Uh, you would have need, needed some sort of contingency or some kind of defense, and you need this team to take him on. That team wouldn't stand a chance against Superman. <laughs> Just wipe them all out. Hey, Deadshot's the best shot in the world. He can't miss. So what? <laughs> It's Superman. Uh, the only one who would have been a challenge to him was the Enchantress, and uh-oh, you can't control her. So uh, the Joker should have been the villain in the story uh, because 
uh, you've got this team, and most notably Harley Quinn, all the rage of Harley Quinn, which, to tell you the truth, I can't quite figure out. She was a great character in the 90s cartoon uh, as a recurring character. Uh, when she becomes the center of attention, she just becomes annoying. And uh, I'm not really that big of a fan of Deadpool either, but uh, she, uh, one Deadpool's enough. <laughs> and another problem here is, so you were going to send Harley Quinn up against Superman. <laughs> no. You needed a more believable, incredible plot of why you would bother to go get just some woman who's crazy and obsessed with a psychopathic killer and is a psychopathic killer herself. And all she does is, well, she carries a bat. Yeah, that's, that's really not anything special. Um, so the idea would be if the Joker is the villain that you're trying to get to, you need to recruit Harley Quinn because she's the one who can help you find him. And uh, this was a plot that actually happened in an animated feature, which wasn't much better, but plot-wise, it was leaps and bounds superior to the live-action movie. And since you were going to have the cameos of Batman in it, you could have done pretty much like what the animated movie did, where Batman is actually involved in this, where he's looking for the Joker himself. Eh, probably have to have a little more footage involved with Ben Affleck being there, but nevertheless, he wouldn't be as... Uh, as present as the main cast. And that would made for a plot. Now, what would the Joker do? And when you have a plan and you're mapping out your overall universe, which would mostly deal with cameos, which is what they did and Easter eggs and that sort of thing. And that's fine. But to make it better, <laughs> the whole plot of the movies, you got to stop the Joker. They stop him in the end. But what was he doing? What did he have? There were two possibilities. He uh, stole the body of Superman. <laughs> there was a plot to resurrect him, and that would go into the plot where uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid were going to try to make him into a, a bad Superman and all that. Or... The Mother Box. And the Mother Box, there was actually some scenes from the Wonder Woman movie where they referred to it, and it just, they cut that out. But that was something you should have had more of, and there the, they get a hold of it, and the Joker has it, and he's possibly going to sell it to some other villain we could introduce in the storyline and all that, but it doesn't come through because he gets caught. But nevertheless, that would set up things for uh a uh the dcu and a, the universe and when you finally get to the justice league it's uh more of a fleshed out ordeal similar to an order but it's an idea of an overall narrative that's just not really there uh it was meant to be uh obviously the new gods were going to be a part of this but they, they just didn't map it out very well and so suicide squad was just a waste of time and I, so hopefully they've learned that lesson. And if the movies going forward are good, Aquaman doesn't need to have all this kind of stuff going on in it. It just needs to do well to keep this thing alive. And hopefully uh, it can. Uh, so uh, the stories about what Gunn might do. And they talked about some plots where they might put the uh, Suicide Squad up against uh, Deathstroke, which you got a cameo of him in the uh, Justice League movie. And uh, that might be kind of interesting. But another one that's even more interesting to me, because it kind of recalls back to what I've been talking about here, where they go up against uh, Black Adam, or they're looking for him, and they inadvertently release him, or something along those lines. And then there's Black Adam. Hopefully it would turn out better than the Scorpion King was in uh, the second Mummy movie. <laughs> because 
<laughs> the Scorpion King was just a, another slap job of a movie that was a Conan the Barbarian wannabe. Uh, he doesn't turn into the scorpion monster that he did in the, in the Mummy movie, but what the hell was that? I don't know. Uh, so this could uh, uh, keep going with this narrative, and then Black Adam, eventually you have a Captain Marvel, I mean Shazam <laughs> versus Black Adam film down the road. So uh, that's interesting. And hopefully, maybe, that is their plot. At least have some idea of where you're going. And uh, that would uh, gain some interest here. But uh, the fact that it would not be revealed to be Black Adam until the very end or something like that could be an interesting thing where you have this team that has to violate the sovereignty of some other country. Maybe they'll introduce the Kondak country, which is the fictional Middle Eastern country that Black Adam comes from. And that sort of thing, which is the kindest you know, uh, black ops missions that Suicide Squad is supposed to do for the government. So if they get caught, the government can just say, they weren't working for us. They're just a bunch of criminals. And then that's that is the plausible deniability. And that's the selling point of Suicide Squad. So uh, that would be a good one going forward. And it would help to set up the narrative for their DCEU without having uh, uh, too much uh, stuff to where, you, oh, you have to see this and you have to see that to understand it. You, you can make that work where it does help future movies, but it's not necessary to have seen them all, that sort of thing. It's, it can be hard to do in some areas, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, it's insurmountable. No, it's, it's not. So this would be an interesting plot, and maybe they'll go forward. As for James Gunn, uh, he's pretty radioactive at the moment, but uh, he does have the talent for directing films and that sort of thing, and the, sort of these trashy characters would be more... Uh, his element, but I don't know. I was not that wowed by uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so I don't know that it's that Warner Brothers has to take this risk of a damaged uh, guy like this uh, when your your own brand is uh, pretty bruised and battered. So was it a good idea? Probably not. It's not that he can't do it. It's just that. I, <sighs> You know, there's this creepiness about him. Is it totally fair? I don't really know. But 10,000 tweets? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm biased toward DC. I want to see them do well. I like uh, competitive uh, uh, environments, and I prefer that there be a competitor to Marvel. And uh, But so far, that's not the case. So, I, you know... I, I don't know. We'll see. So there you go. That is my review. And looking back at Suicide Squad, which I've been doing these, I'll be doing Wonder Woman next. I've done Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, and uh, we'll deal with that then. But with this uh, news today that James Gunn will probably be doing the sequel, I thought I'd, you know, weave that into it. So And weave it into it. I did. Yes. Thank you for listening to this special episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Next Saturday will be another special episode <laughs> for this month of Halloween goodies. Yeah, I do hope you enjoy them. All right, I'll see you then. Uh, thank you for listening again. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
is that you? It. Anyone there? Get out. 